Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. <laughs> so, uh, kind of an interesting... <laughs> I have an interesting weekend this weekend. Joe, so how was your weekend, bud? Yeah, smooth, baby. Real smooth. Huh. How about you? E, Justin, anything exciting? Yeah, nothing happened here either. It's boring. Oh, do I got some updates for you? Just remember, ladies and gents, the Bongino rule applies. Wait 24 to 72 hours before you draw any final conclusions about a story because the first version is typically bullshit. So the Bongino rule even applies when it comes to stories about Bongino. I'll show you what I mean. I'll show you the genesis of how a fake news story works today. I, conclusive, but this is it. Conclusive proof, the roadmap to how the media creates a story out of a non-story just like that. Got a big show. A lot is going on, too. We get this Russia coup story, which, again, everybody hold on this one. Take a big pause, process, and then we'll generate some output. Big show today. Today's show brought to you by Birch Gold. All central banks in countries like China, as central banks in countries like China, India, and Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the U.S. That's a bad idea. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase. Yet every, they'll know what you're doing all the time. It's the, it'll be the biggest surveillance tool in U.S. history. I've warned you about this, these digital currencies. These are one of the big reasons, by the way, concerned Americans like me are buying gold from Birch Gold Group, B-I-R-C-H. They want to have a physical, touchable asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar, gold. Gold can be held in a tax-sheltered retirement account. I buy my gold from Birch Gold to make sure I'm diversified. Learn if gold's right for you, too. Text Dan to 989898. They'll send you a free information kit on gold. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold can help you diversify into gold. Text Dan to 989898. Claim your free information kit on gold. Because if a central bank digital currency becomes reality, it's nice to have some gold to depend on. Performance may vary. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision message and data rates apply. All right, Joseph. Let's go, daddy. It's a magical Monday, Dan. Just magical. Yeah, so Joe Joe kind of got the skinny here before the show. So the Bongino uh, rule has never been more important. The Bongino rule, it's not really my rule. I kind of say it as a joke, but a lot of responsible media people do this. It's wait. You don't have to be first to a story. You should be right. So generally, if you give us, I'm not telling you to ignore everything. I'm just telling you, process the inputs, give it about 24 to 72 hours before you draw some kind of output conclusion. If it's a story about Donald Trump, I would recommend you extend that to to probably longer than 72 hours because there's a damn good chance the story's probably fake. So that happened to me this weekend. I was out this weekend, went out. It was a friend's birthday. You know, we're having a good time. We went to a restaurant before. I was out with a couple, uh, a couple of couples out there. And we're out in Palm Beach. And it's, like I said, it's a friend's birthday. So we're, we're having a good time. Friend says, by the way, she picked up the bill for her own, you know, uh, birthday with dinner, which I was upset about. So that'll be relevant in a second. So she's like, hey, listen, afterwards, you know, it was still early. It was only like, I don't know, about 930 or so. We're down in the Palm Beach area, you know, kind of like a foo-foo spot. At that. I don't live in Palm Beach. I live north of there, but whatever. A lot of good restaurants down there. So went out afterwards. We go to this, this uh, like social club type place. Not very big. I don't know. Maybe less than 3,000 square feet kind of place. I don't know. It's not that big of a place, but it's kind of one of these like 
like cigar loungy kind of places where you can drink and they play music. The music's kind of a little loud, so maybe a little more clubby than loungy, but you get the point. Long story short, because I don't want to beat this thing to death. At the end, it's about, I don't know, 11.20, 11.30 or so. I'm sitting there. We've been having a good time for like an hour and a half or so. The, they ordered a bottle service for my friends. It's her birthday. So I pick up the tab because she had paid for dinner. It was the right thing to do. Leave the lady a nice tip. Everybody's happy. Actually sent her, gave her some cash afterwards too. I don't know. I declare it. That's up to them. I don't know. It's not my problem, right? So we're getting ready to leave. Everybody's getting ready to walk out. Again, nothing interesting. Oh, hold on. I can't have the bong thing. So we're getting ready to walk out. And I see, I look next to me over my shoulder and I see this ruckus. And I see this guy. He's got this woman like in a bear hug dragging her out of this place. Like in a bear hug. Like, like this is like UFC style. And I'm like, what? Uh, is that about now because I'm kind of looking this way all I see is a hand because this is a pretty big dude and all I see is a hand and I notice gosh that bracelet looks familiar that's Paula's bracelet I'm like what the so of course by the time I process what's going on because it's not a big place the guy's already outside and put Paula down thankfully I thought he was going to slam her on the ground or something the way this was going down right it was not, this was not nice. This was not like a cutesy type thing. Now, keep in mind, I've been with this woman 20 years, right? We've never, ever been <laughs> thrown out of a bar. I used to, my family used to own a bar. We live, I'm not the virtue signal, but we leave big tips. We always like to take care of people. I think anyone who knows me can vouch for that. But it's the right thing to do, right? So, of course, this thing, I'm screaming at this guy, like, get your hands off my wife. Like, I, obviously, right? You're going to defend your woman. But we got to go because I realize this thing's going to, you know, we don't want to, you know how it is when you, unfortunately, when you got a public name, everything turns into a thing right away. So we get in this uh, bus, we, me and these, co- these few couples and we take off, right? So we leave. I figure it's only a matter of time before somebody, of course, gets a picture of this. And the next day, someone, uh, Littman or somebody from Playbook reaches out. So this is the genesis of how fake news works. It applies to this Russia story too. So the next day, this guy texts me. So I tell him, listen, that's basically not what happened. Like, that's a fantastic version of events because he's telling me I hear you were thrown out. I wasn't thrown out of anywhere. Okay. I just want to be clear on that. Right. So I'm not going to give this guy the story because he's from Bullshitico, known as Politico, and they do nothing but lie. So I said, you can wait. I'll tell the story on my show when I got a few minutes on my show and you can hear what actually happened. Of course, he couldn't wait. Uh, Littman or whatever his name is. I've seen this guy on Newsmax, kind of a tool. I mean, really, comes off as like kind of a goofball. But at Politico, Sunday morning, he was spotted conservative media personality and former Fox News host Dan Bongino getting forcibly removed from Cucina Palm Beach by several restaurants. Forcibly removed. So, of course, now the story's set that I was forcibly. Now, keep in mind, none of this is actually true, but that doesn't stop him from writing a story. Now, this is the text I sent back to him. You'll have to tune into my podcast on Monday for the real story. But because they can't wait, and the fake news people have to put out a clickbait story. They have to get the narrative out early. You get, you see how this works? You guys all catching yeah. it? The story's got to be that I did something that I was forcibly removed for. Now, I don't want to beat this thing to death. So, Gee, you got to let me wrap this up in a minute or two. But the bottom line is, did you notice they never tell you why I was forcibly removed? Now, Lippman could have done so. Oh, is it Lippman? Lippman, like lips, whatever. Lippman could have actually done some homework. Someone sent him a picture and asked. But because they want the story out, 
that the conservative guy was forcibly removed, this sets that now they can all report on this. So you see how it sprouts like a chia pet? Here's the, so this is just minutes before this happened, by the way. This is Joe out of control. This is me and Paula. Justin, yeah, how out of see. control are we in this? This is, we are just violently out of control. Violently. That's a video I took on my phone of me and Paula. This is just probably, I don't know, 20 minutes before this happened. Like a freaking maniac. I know. I don't know how Dude. it, clearly. <laughs> I mean, just totally foaming at the mouth, <laughs> wetting myself. That's just, <laughs> yeah, definitely get him out. That, so we're still trying to figure out, like, what the hell happened? Bottom line is, Paula was on line for a bathroom, uh, to go to the bathroom. The guy's like, she's on the wrong line or whatever. It was just a total miscommunication. And the guy decides to bear hug my wife and drag her out. So lefties think this is hilarious. Here's media of course. Dan Bongino was reporting. You see, reportedly, you see how it works? Get this story out, Lipman. Yeah. Without doing any homework on this at all or waiting. Get the story out first. And then everybody else gets to report it. If this was Hunter Biden getting dragged out, they'd be like, heroic Hunter Biden. Chivalrous King Arthur Hunter Biden. Defends woman from attack. Not me. Would be I was forcibly removed. None of this actually. And I love this media from a Miami bottle service club. All media I had to do was put in a search engine, Cucina. It's not in Miami. It's in Palm Beach. They, they can't. All you had to do was. <laughs> Same shit, all different day. Bro, that's all you had to do. Wait, you got the Raw Story one? But so Raw Story, which is a hack site. Raw Story's got to jump on it too. Dan Bongino caught being thrown out of a Palm Beach restaurant. At least they got the location right. Sarah Burns. Folks, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. I was not thrown out. And I'm really praying that some video of this surfaces in the next few days. There'll be a lot of deleted tweets, I'm sure, afterwards. I've got to take some actions afterwards, of course. But if you saw what really happened, I think you'd be stunned. But that's the media story. You see how they can't wait? That's why the Bongino rule applies, even about Bongino. Could have waited. Could have waited to heard, you know, hear the story before you actually report on it. But they don't want to wait. Because I'm a conservative, the story automatically is that somehow I was thrown out of a Miami boat. None of that is actually true. None of it. And if someone's got video of that, I strongly encourage you to put it out there. And I think you'll see a totally different story. I shouldn't say that they won't delete tweets. They don't even care. They think it's funny that a woman was a, like attacked. And a boy. They think it's hilarious. That, I doubt anything will happen. To the Liberals love it. They think it's the greatest thing ever. So, all right, enough of that, but I figured I'd get that out. That's quite a weekend update for the radio show, by the way. They do the weekend update on, uh, on Monday. But that's what happened. Now, on to another big story that happened this weekend, which I'm, I can't, like in strong enough terms, folks, say, please, everybody kind of hold on this. This Russian coup story makes absolutely no sense. It's another example of how if you were following Twitter, where everybody's got to be first, you had all these, you know, it didn't matter if you were pro-Russia or pro-Ukraine, by the way. Every side was itching to propagandize the story before anyone could even figure out what happened. Russia has this kind of proxy army called the Wagner Group, run by this guy, Prigozhin. They're a bunch of mercs. They're mercenaries is what they are. They've been very successful in Africa and elsewhere. They're very rich. They get a lot of money from what they do. Uh, they're supported by a lot of Russian insiders. And the story this weekend was, 
oh my God, there is a coup. There's a coup in Russia. And then all of a sudden we found that it wasn't a coup, that they stopped the coup and it was a magic deal. And all of a sudden the guy disappeared and everybody's around a campfire roasting marshmallows while Prigozhin from Wagner, as he stopped the coup headed towards Moscow, is in Belarus and everything's hunky-dory. And I'm thinking if you would have just waited Again, a few minutes before recording on reporting about the coup, you would have realized that there were probably a lot more questions about what happened here. Now, I have gone through this morning, filtered through everything I could on the Internet. I think I made it from the start and the end, the alpha and the omega of the Internet. I'm trying to find one clip where someone sums up exactly why we should be careful about what the, uh, the story here. This one's the best one I've seen. It's from a major general, uh, Rupert Jones, or something from the uh, the UK military. But this guy, he, he's like, everybody hold. It's probably not the end of Putin. And this guy may have bit off more than he could chew Prigozhin. This is about a minute. But I think best explains why everyone should hold, not from processing information, but from drawing any outputs. Because propagandists on both sides are taking advantage of this. The Russians, the pro-Russians, like, look, look how strong Putin is. He defeated the Mercs. And then the pro-Ukraine side is like, look how weak Putin is. A couple of Mercs almost put him out of business. Listen to this guy. He's got the story straight. Viewing this as being being good news, you know, Putin weakened. That that's a good thing, um, but but careful what you wish for in place of Putin. I, I wouldn't share Tobias Elwood's absolute certainty about cause and effect here. Of course, Putin is weakened. But he, but he's a great survivor. Um, so you know, I, I, I think yes, there'll be jostling going, going on. But I don't think there's any certainty. This, this kind of is the, is the kind of the start of the end for Putin. So, what is your prediction for the uh, main protagonists, uh, Prigozhin and uh, the defence minister? What's happening um, in Belarus with Lukashenko, President Zelensky as well, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hot. It's. You know, this this idea this was a full-on mutiny by Prigozhin doesn't wholly add up. You know, he he was losing influence. His uh, Wagner group were being subsumed into the Ministry of Defence. He didn't like that. It felt more like a kind of a a cry to retain his autonomy. We know he's been very frustrated in, Buk in Bakhmut. You've discussed it. He wasn't in the ammunition he needed. It felt more as so if he was trying to make a point and that that kind of back, you know, blew back in his face to some degree. And for me, that probably explains why he's advancing on Moscow and then suddenly he's, he stands down. I, I suspect he bit off more than he could chew. Uh, yes, I suspect that too. Be very, folks, listen to me. I want to show you this CNN article. Once you learn to read through and, 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 and break the bullshit fog, all of a sudden, you start to realize that the fake news, as I showed you in the beginning, and the simple story about me, this is a more complex story, manipulates the public through propaganda. There is nothing more the pro-Ukraine side wants you to believe than that this war is on the cusp of winning, Joe. And if we just gave them a couple more billion and maybe a tactical nuke, it'd be over. But they're not the only ones. The Russians, believe me, they, the Russians, are the, they've got their own mutts in this, too propagandizing people too, going, oh my gosh, look at this. Putin's so strong, he put down Wagner. He put the Wagner group down. He's fighting Nazis in Ukraine. This is There's propaganda on both sides. There is a story. In, absolutely. That is, there is a story in the middle. 
That is, the, of course, the Soviet national. That's what the big tech does. Pops this every single time. There's nothing more they want than to propagandize both sides. Look at a CNN story. U.S. officials saw signs the Wagner Group's Prigozhin was planning a challenge to the Russian military, but was surprised by the rapid escalation. Oh, that's a, so, so we knew about this? So you always have to ask yourself, like, who benefits, right? Who, who benefits by all this? Yeah. Who benefits? Was, has there been any kind of back channel here? I mean, I see two possible scenarios because I accept nothing from the media on first pass, nor should you. There's only two scenarios. Number one, that not only did the U.S. know about Prigozhin's uh, soon-to-be rebellion, but the Russians knew too. The Russians knew, Putin knew, and let him do it knowing he was never going to make it that far because he probably had some double agents telling him, and if this gets a little weird, stop me, folks, in the chat. He probably had some double agents embedded in his movement going, yes, do it. We can take Moscow. Winky, winky, nod, nod. And the minute they get halfway there, all of a sudden they turn. Everybody bails, and he's looking around. Prigozhin and his team, you following me, folks? Charge! And who's with him? Nobody. It was probably a setup. That's the most likely scenario. Who knew? I don't know, but it seems kind of weird. The second one I see is possible too, the Sky News guy, is that he was legitimately caught off guard. That the Wagner people got cold feet halfway through and decided to bail. What makes me believe the first scenario is more likely is that they let Prigozhin escape. He doesn't want to martyr this guy, at least now, Putin. They let him escape to Belarus, where I guess he's supposed to live happily ever after in peace, which uh, if you think that I sent a, a sense of radioactive little needle coming at some point soon for this guy, there's no chance they let this guy live. They're just not going to do anything now. They wouldn't have let the guy escape. If it was the second scenario where he was caught off guard and achieved some tactical domination and stopped them short of Moscow, I'm absolutely certain they would have wiped these guys out and not integrated them into the army. You get what I'm saying? The Wagner Group people were later, when Prigozhin left to go to Belarus, were integrated into the regular Russian army. You're going to take a bunch of saboteurs and put them in the middle of your ranks, what, to do it again? Or was it a winky-winky nod-nod? with a bunch of double agents the whole time setting Prigozhin up. Do not accept anything at first pass, folks. These people lie for a living. That's all they do. They all have an agenda. Everyone has an agenda. By the way, I'm not kidding about the Bongino rule and gatekeepers. Even Ice Cube, you know, I, I'm not, a, I got to be honest, I'm not a huge fan. But like I told you before, if I find something useful and someone out there who says something, about gatekeepers and the media, I'm going to put it on the show. And something interesting happened. Ice Cube, like the rapper. Yeah, yeah. You can see this this week. It's interesting. A lot of talk about Hunter Biden's story blowing up. Something else happened. They got a phone now. We didn't even hear about half this stuff. Folks, helixsleep.com slash Dan. A great day begins with a great night's sleep. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on a Helix mattress. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even small ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. 
Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress is the best I've slept on. The setup, fast, super easy. Comes to your door, let it out of the box. It's really that simple. Don't take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine have named Helix their number one mattress. You know what? Take my word for it. I sleep on the Midnight Lux. I love it. It's super comfortable every night. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. You're on that thing eight hours a night. You better be comfortable. Deep sleep. Save your life. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Is their best offer yet. It won't last long. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. But Helix, better sleep starts now. Thanks, Helix. Folks, I'm not kidding, man, about this Bongino rule. I know it's kind of meant in jest, but I'm dead serious about the premise of it. You have a bunch of people out there, big tech people, swampy people, lobbyists, even some military industrial complex. That's very real. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's real. You can call it what you want. Military industrial symbiosis. I don't care what you call it. I'm not into the euphemisms game, but this stuff is real. People are rational maximizers. They maximize their own power and financial position. If the New York Times can make money by lying, they'll do it. If people in D.C. can make money by lying and starting a nuclear war, they'll do it. If they can cover for politicians, that'll give them access, therefore giving them clicks, giving them money, they'll do it. These gatekeepers are everywhere. And when you get involved in this business, like I've been involved, where I was on cable TV, radio, and digital all at the same time, performing in each one of those spaces, by the way, all the time, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. There are a lot of gatekeepers out there everywhere. Big tech is the big one. I bring that up because, again, when you're in this business, these people want to shut you down. And a lot of the information you think you're getting, whether it's about me, whether it's about Ice Cube, whether he, I'm sure he doesn't want to be associated with me, I don't even care. Whether it's about Russia, whatever it may be, a lot of it is fake. So Ice Cube runs this big three basketball league kind of thing. And he's finding out now what it's like to try to go to war with big corporations and other people in America who have a vested interest in shutting you down. So we put out this video this week. There's a lot of truth in this. Check this out. Well, what I'm going to do is go on a Fuck the Gatekeepers podcast tour. And I'm going to go talk to everybody, everybody, you know, and get a chance to Get my message out to the people. Um, be able to let people hear from me, you know. And, and you know, you might agree, you might not. But the, the important thing is, you know, for me to go on these platforms, say what I feel about what I think. And, you know... Some people may get pissed off because I'm going to talk to everybody. I'm not playing. Well, we're not playing either. We have an open invitation. I mean, we have the second biggest conservative show and, I don't know, a top five radio show. I don't know what the numbers are on that, but it's a lot of stations. You're welcome on the show if you want. Love to hear what you have to say about it. Folks, a lot of people are getting tired of the gatekeepers, man. They see the country in a lot of trouble right now, culturally, in a cesspool, financially, in a debt crisis. They see the education system collapsing. They see faith and love for America disappearing. We used to have a set of at least semi, uh, you know, cohesive values as a country that all seems to be disappearing. And anytime people talk, they get shut down by gatekeepers everywhere. We've had about enough of that. 
Did you see what happened this weekend at the Minneapolis Pride Festival? Again, we have our American flag up for my Pride Month, which is in America. We'll stay up for the whole month because I love my country. But this was at a Minneapolis Pride Festival. And I want to tell you, I want to ask you a question more than tell you anything. In what possible universe, right? Oh, can you draw that up first? First, this is from the Post Millennial. They had this story by Katie Davis Court, hat tip her at TPM. Breaking, fully naked adults riding bikes expose their genitals to children at the Seattle Pride. Oh, there's a photo if you'd like to see it. thought that was a crime. There you go, a little... Yeah, yeah, I I thought so too. Joe exposing your, your thingies your to little yeah. kids. I don't, yeah, wahoo, ding a ling a winger, sing a thing a wing. You know, uh, it's got a lot of names. Uh, kind of strange. I I thought that was a criminal act too. Um, I guess not. Uh, and this is what happened um, at a Minneapolis Pride Festival. Uh, this gentleman decided it'd be a good idea to put on a pair of uh, tidy whities and nothing more, and uh, do a little twerking act in front of. Uh, Front in front of kids. This surely must be the end of civilization right here. Check this out. Now, I'm not really sure what's more troubling here. Guy who thought this was appropriate or the parents who are watching their kids watch this whole routine. Who brings their kids to that? The answer is, ladies and gentlemen, not a small number of people. It's not... It's actually a large number of people who now believe this is okay. You see why people are starting to speak out now? Starting to bypass the gatekeepers, starting to establish parallel economies, getting away from the nuts who believe this is the future of America. Can you imagine what's going on? We were, you got open questions right now in Russia, not to dial back, but who's controlling the nukes in Russia? Is Putin, is is his power really been compromised? Is Wagner, what are they going to do for money? What's going to happen to the Mercs? Was there a coup or not in Russia? We're trying to flesh this out with the world's largest nuclear power, right? We're trying to flesh this out. And this is what they're watching us do. Naked guys on bicycles flaunting their flaunting their uh, genitalia in Seattle while a, a, an older gentleman there in tidy whitey starts twerking in front of a bunch of kids. By the way, openly, they're not, nobody's even remotely embarrassed about this, folks. Not even a little bit. Oh, that someone brought up an interesting. It appears as like a number of cameras filming this. Like nobody's like, "Hey, put your cameras away. We don't want anyone to see this." This is the libs of TikTok phenomenon. Where where libs of TikTok? Where libs of TikTok will just pull video of what liberals do, like what just happened, what you just saw, and then liberals will want it pulled down because we take their stuff that they post publicly and put it on our accounts. All right, I got a big block ahead, folks. An election 2024 update, but it's an important one because it involves the media more than involves specific candidates. There is a shift beginning to happen right now, and I think I know why. The media is starting to turn on Biden. It's not because they're interested in journalism. I think I opened the show today demonstrating to you these people don't give a damn about journalism. They're clickbait people. It's all they care about. There's evidence out there, and the media is worried that they don't understand the whole story. They're terrified that they don't understand the whole story because new things are coming out every day. I'm going to show you what I mean in a second with CNN and Chuck Todd, how the switch has begun. And you can expect, expect, I'm saying there's probably a 50-50 shot now that Joe Biden does not go through with this. The money's not coming in. The media knows he's in trouble. There is a 50-50 shot. This guy could be in real trouble and may give one of those speeches. I've nominated. I will not accept. 
Stay tuned, please. I appreciate your patience. The sponsors pay to talk to you. They're great companies. Thanks for your time. PatriotSupply.com. You think you won't need emergency food? You see everything going on here. Think again. The federal government recently did something very rare. They revealed the truth about impending food shortages. According to the USDA, countless crops in America's breadbasket states won't be harvested this season. Extreme weather conditions and worldwide fertilizer shortages wipe them out. It means food will become scarce and expensive. Are you ready for that? If not, now's the time to stock up on emergency food from our friends at My Patriot Supply. They're offering discounted prices to help everyone prepare. But it's a limited time offer and it won't last long. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com to save big on their four-week emergency food kit. Be sure to get at least one kit for every member of your family so there's plenty to go around. By the way, the food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Keep everybody going. Calories are survival in an emergency. Get your calories now. Act now for this new lower price for each kit you're going to need. Get one for every member of your family. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before this offer ends. Listen, you'll never forgive yourself if you let your family suffer in an emergency. Don't do it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Go today. Appreciate that. Also, MyPillow. Right now, MyPillow is a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners constantly make the My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product because they're ridiculously comfortable. You're going to want to stock up now. When you use my promo code Dan, you'll get the all-season slippers for just $25, regularly $149.98. It's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My Slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress in your feet. You can wear them anytime, anywhere. They come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get a pair of these all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code DAN or call 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. It won't last long, so please order now. Thanks. Appreciate your patience there, folks. They're good companies. So why is CNN, Chuck Todd, and NBC turning on Joe Biden now? Folks, I'm going to sum it up for you in one sentence. They don't know what's out there. They're now starting to realize that what they assume they could run cover for, the massive Hunter Biden, Biden Inc. bribery scandal, what they assume they could run cover for was based on a specific data set. The data set is now getting bigger as more information comes out there. Here's what I mean. Why the hell? Would this week, all of a sudden, CNN decide to run this report where they start to cover an IRS whistleblower indicating that the Justice Department tried to make the Biden Biden investigation go away? The only reason is not because of journalism. It's because they smell blood in the water and they think there's more blood to come and they're worried. Take a look. Some of the messages that were released that were made public um, or the allegations of certain messages uh undoubtedly draw your eye and make you ask questions if you're not inside the investigation. Uh, what are these messages? And do you think that what the agents wanted, that there would be further investigation, is possible now? Yeah, I think that's the second, that's the major part of what their complaints are. Again, these are two agents who were very seasoned and they've, they've been following this investigation very closely for years. And they say they were not allowed to investigate uh, very thoroughly some parts of this, uh, some parts of the evidence that they say pointed fingers at the sitting president, Joe Biden. Uh, and here's what Shapley uh, said in this, uh, there's a 2017 message that is purported to come from Hunter Biden to a Chinese partner that he's trying to get to pay him. And so this is what it says. It says, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. Uh, he says he goes on to say that uh, essentially he's, he holds he will hold a grudge against whoever is not paying. And then he ends it by saying, I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. 
There are two, follow me here, two reasons that the media is doing this, and none of them involve journalism. I just told you the first one. As new stuff comes out, I'm sure they don't know about it. Oh, Dan, they leak everything to the left, not the bad stuff. This, this talk of a new phone that they found and one of Joe Biden's phones. I'll get to that in a second. The media is probably thinking right now, oh, listen, this happened with me. Folks, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll tell you the story. here. When it first came out about this Trump-Russia collusion thing, and Mark, before Mark Levin broke the story about the Pfizer thing, there was a side of me that held back. I followed the Bongino rule thinking, gosh, is that true? The president a spy? Seems so strange. I told you, like, I almost didn't believe it right away. The media is doing the same thing now. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is uglier than we thought. Here's the second reason, the deuce. The second reason is Biden is a moron. He has no self-control at all. He is a typical out-of-touch puffer, a guy who needs to tell you how great he is all the time. So instead of doing what any sane person would do, tell me if I'm nuts, guys. Telling his, you know, formerly crack addicted son involved in this now guilty plea for tax evasion. Hey, bro, maybe dial it down for a few weeks and stay on the kind of cute. Right, Joe? Sit on the QT. What happens? Joe's laughing because he cut this. Here's C-SPAN. Here's Hunter Biden at the way. Is this a VO or I got to talk on this? You can VO. It's okay. Here's Hunter Biden. That's voiceover. It's like industry. They'll get, we're all like insiders. Now. Here's Hunter Biden at the state dinner with every single C-SPAN camera catching his every move, giving the big double-barreled F.U. Aruski to all of America. And the media is even like, dude, are you kidding? What a moron. Here, check this out. Distinguished guests, please make your way to your seats. Dinner will begin shortly. Thank you. Folks, I I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, oh, no, the media loves this in-your-face stuff. They do. They do. Until they don't. Until it doesn't work. (laughs) It's not working for them anymore. Oh, come on, Dan. You're just making it up. Am I? Here is the biggest left-wing political activist in the, well, second, but Joy Reid's definitely number one. Chuck Todd, probably the second. This guy is a dyed-in-the-wool liberal through and through. Here's even Chuck Todd asking the question like, hey, you think that was a good idea having this guy at the state dinner as he pleads guilty to a tax fraud charge in a business which now at least we know involved his dad? Take a listen. Do you think it was appropriate for Hunter Biden to be at the same event uh, as the attorney general Merrick Garland was in the same week he uh, accepted a plea deal? You know. I think as the president explains, that's his son. That's a separate thing. And I would like to say um, about that, that decision was made by an independent prosecutor who is a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney uh, who had 10 years of experience, well-respected. Philadelphia Inquirer reported that he was a registered Republican. He looked at the facts and evidence and made that decision. And by the way, if that's what the Republicans want to run on uh, in the coming election, good luck. Yeah, yeah, good luck is right. They will have good luck. Let me tell you something. Nobody likes to get it stuck in their face like this, especially American citizen. Uh, You know what? I can't speak for everyone because I haven't interviewed 330 million Americans, obviously. But you got to have a hard time convincing me, guys, that, that, that the voting public 
knowing the president's kid, at a minimum just pled guilty to a number of tax charges while Biden's arguing to raise taxes on them while his son's not paying taxes, right? Just as according to all reports, going to plead guilty to it. And then you invite him to the state dinner where he's mixing and mingling at a party with the same attorney general who we know now, according to reports, probably interfered in this case to shut it down. I'll show you what I mean with that in a second. You're telling me everyone's going to love that. You're a moron if you believe that. I'm sorry. Klobuchar's just kidding herself at this point. Folks, they're preparing to throw this guy under the bus. I'm telling you, Relaxium lady style. By the way, she called in my radio show Friday, Joe. It was the most <laughs> awesome thing. Her name is Rachel. The actual Relaxium lady. I'm telling you, she was the nicest lady too. Dude, we got to get that cut. That was the greatest thing. She called in my radio. It's a real Relaxium lady. It was so cool. But I'm telling you, so is Relaxium lady style. What? Did you get? She did say it on. She said, I'm telling you. It was awesome. <laughs> It, this is how I know. It's not just the CNN people getting ready to throw him under the bus for this brazenness. It's Chuck Todd, too. Here's Chuck Todd reporting on Biden's abysmal poll numbers. You think this is because Chuck Todd's doing journalism? They need to get this guy out of the race fast. Gavin Newsom, bring in the righty. Get a ball. Call him in. Enter Sandman. If you're a Mariano Rivera guy, bring him in. Here, take a look. Biden's job rating sits at just 43 percent, about where it's been since the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Fifty three percent disapprove uh, a full 68 percent of voters, including 43 percent of Democrats now, uh, which is twice what it was in 2020, say they are concerned that Biden does not have the necessary mental and physical health to be president. You think Chuck God is doing this because of journalisming or whatever? Listen to me. Listen, please. I'm begging you to take this mental note and tattoo it on your cerebral cortex. This guy is politically dead in the water. Everyone knows it. Once a couple of major senators from big states come out and say it, you are going to get a speech from this guy, probably from the Oval or somewhere else, saying he's not running for president or whatever it is, that his wife advised him against it. They'll invent some fantasy reason. You're watching the beginning and the end of this guy. I mean, could he go through it? Here's the problem. I want to leave both possibilities open because predictions are tough in this game. Joe Biden is so dumb, he may convince himself he can still pull it off, but sooner or later, the money's going to dry up. This guy is in real trouble because here's what I'm talking about, folks. It's now clearly obvious they are going to try to interfere in another election. And Biden is at the heart of this whole thing. Biden is counting on election interference in 2024. Look at this article in the New York Post. This is a doozy, by the way. Michael Goodwin. This is a great piece. It's in my newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. I apologize if you've been missing a newsletter. We transferred over to a different system. So just could check your spam box. Maybe something happened there and just make us like an authorized user. So Bongino.com slash newsletter. Excuse me. Read this piece. Donald Trump's 2020 election loss was an inside job. Yeah, finally. He goes through all of the stuff that led to the 2020 election getting fleeced. But here's the kicker here. He notes the interference with the Hunter Biden probe began as soon as it looked like Joe Biden was going to win the Democrats nomination. Oh, that's convenient timing. That's the allegation made by a supervisory special agent, Gary Shapley, who detailed steps and he, as he and other IRS agents, 
wanted to take to gather evidence against Hunter for this massive tax fraud and other crimes. They wanted to execute search warrants in New York, California, Arkansas, and Washington, D.C. Now, folks, this is why I get it. If you're in the chat, I love you. Thank you for being here with 60,000 others. But some of you, oh, why are we talking about it? This is why I'm a tactical political guy first. I'm an activist before anything else. Anything else in this business. Ed Rollins notes that the political class, including the media, whether you think, what, regardless of what you think about Ed Rollins, he's absolutely right here. You assume, folks, everybody knows these stories and you assume every voter's a news junkie. They're not. Why are we talking about this? Because Rollins cautions it can take two weeks for even the biggest of news to get the full attention of most people. That means Comer and people like us have to keep putting out key witnesses under oath and keep talking about this. You are, and I mean this as a compliment, but I mean it because it's true. You out there listening to this show and conservative media, you are very smart. I'm not saying that to kiss your ass because you're here. I'm saying it because it's true. I read your comments. I read your emails. You follow this show every day. You are at the tip of the spear of people informed about current events. Folks, there's a reason the tip of the spear is small. That's why it's the tip. Because not everybody else is, it's not their fault. People have other jobs. They're running bowling alleys. They're electricians. They're pilots. They don't have time to read the news like we do. Some of us aren't even that interested. You got to hammer this stuff. These guys are in real trouble. If we can't make them legally responsible, because Garland's not going to do a damn thing about the Biden crime family, then we can make them politically responsible. Here's Jim Comer. There's more money out there? Folks, what are we up to now? 30, 40 million? These aren't small bribes. Here's Comer saying there's even more money out there. And it explains what I told you earlier. Why the dipsy do flipperuski from the media? Every week, they're getting bombarded with a new piece of information. And they're like, folks, sooner or later, we're going to have to cut bait on this. Here, take a listen. If it is over for them, the DOJ, is it over for you, uh, Chairman Comer? No. Absolutely not. Let me assure the American people. Uh, we have bank records that came in this week that we're going through that we think are going to uh, show more wires from more countries. Remember, we've just disclosed two countries thus far. We've disclosed China and Romania. Uh, there are still some more Chinese wires that we have yet to present to the American people. And there are a lot of wires mysterious wires from Ukraine and Russia that we're about to expose. So uh, this is just beginning for the Bidens. All the Department of Justice is doing is standing in our way. But even with all the obstacles that Merrick Garland has thrown in front of the House Oversight Committee, all the obstacles that, that the Treasury Cabinet has thrown and the FBI has thrown, with all the negative media coverage from the mainstream media, we are still producing results every day that shows this family the president of the United States family has received millions and millions of dollars from our adversaries all over the world, and they can't explain why. Hmm. Merrick Garland, thank you for the reminder in the chat, and Lisa Monaco, the one and two with the Justice Department. They are not going to make them legally pay for this. What Comer's saying here is unbelievable. There's even more money out there from China. and What, what other countries paid off Biden? Huh. Now, here, folks, here's where the story gets totally, this is like crazy pills, bananas alert. This is where the story gets even crazier. So a memo has surfaced now. The Federalist is reporting on it. Paul Sperry's reporting on it. It's an October 7, 2022 meeting. There's a memo about it. 
at the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. It's from Paul Sperry. He's at Paul Sperry underscore. U.S. Attorney David Weiss, who allegedly, Joe, was given full custody of the Hunter case, right? All right. U.S. Attorney David Weiss at this meeting in 2022 apparently told six witnesses, not one, six, that he did not have authority to charge Hunter Biden in other districts, including D.C. and L.A., huh? and had requested special counsel status from A.G. Garland. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Joe, you have the whistle yeah. here. It's the red. Oh, yeah. The we got that whistle somewhere. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a serious penalty right here. Because both of these things cannot be true. Holding, chronic stupidity and lying, 15 yards, technical foul, roughing the passer, 25 yards, on field, obstruction of justice, 72 <laughs> yards. There, we're actually back in the stands now. Yeah. What the? Here's what Gar, here's Garland's own words. We always bring receipts. So David Weiss, the guy, you understand what they're doing? They're paying past the hot potato here. Garland's saying, oh, Hunter Biden didn't get a sweetheart deal from me. I gave it to David Weiss to handle. David Weiss is saying, I didn't get a sweetheart deal from me. I didn't have the authority to charge him in other districts. They're both passing back. Here's Garland's own words when asked by a reporter. Hey, man, did you get involved in this? Because Weiss is saying you did. I thus requested special counsel status from Garland. Here's Garland. No, no, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do those other kids. Here's Garland with the Beavis and Butthead approach. Check this out. You assured Congress uh, some time ago that the Hunter Biden investigation would be conducted without any kind of political interference. Uh, and I wonder uh, if you would believe that, you, that that is still the case, uh, if that is still the case, that the investigation is not being interfered in any political way, uh, since a, uh, an agent from uh, Mr. Lee's agency uh, has now come forward claiming whistleblower status and, and alleging that there has been some kind of interference. Yes, it's still the case. I stand by my testimony, and I refer you to the U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware, who is in charge of this case and capable of making any decisions that he feels are appropriate. Uh, dude, he said it right, yeah. yeah. The guy is such a lightweight. He's such a sniveller, too. Do you catch <laughs> oh, yeah, I stand by he sounds like a little yeah, rodent every that. single time. Like, be bold. Like, put a little more baritone in you. Get some Barry White in there and just try to sound authoritative. Now, <laughs> the guy's obviously lying. There's a memo out there saying that's not true. That this guy, Weiss, apparently was looking for special counsel authority to charge in other districts. And apparently Garland nixed it while saying he didn't nix it. They're bullshitting you. It's obvious. There's a memo out there. Now, do you see why the media is turning? Here's why. I got to get to a couple more things. But here's another nugget. I got two cuts from this Maria Bartiromo interview. Here's where the story gets even crazier. Fantastic author, Peter Schweitzer, who's delivered some great books on the Biden crime family. Here he is with Maria Bartiromo this weekend saying there's a phone out there now. They've got some kind of like world phone Biden was using to cut some shady deals or something. What else is out there? Take a look. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling. And you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that 
Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. It was from AT&T. It was $300 a month. It was a global phone where you could access somebody anywhere around the world. Uh, we shared that phone number and that account information with people at the House Oversight Committee. My hope is that, that they haven't already. They will subpoena those records because I think it will give an indication on how tight the communication was. Uh, and that may be the phone for example, that the Ukrainian, the Burisma executive might have used uh, in this allegation uh, that he talked to Joe Biden in re recorded conversations. Now, now they've got a phone. You know, we used to call this in the Secret Service muds and luds, pulling people's numbers that they dialed and who they called. Now they've got a phone. Folks, what else is out there? You think the media is not thinking the same thing? Here's the second part. It's only about a minute. But this story actually gets even worse. Here, take a look. I would just say one other thing, Marie, as it relates to that sort of shakedown phone call with Henry Zhao uh, that we alluded to. Henry Zhao in 2015 had already sent $5 million to the Bidens. Uh, he was the head of a harvest investment firm. Uh, and what's interesting is in the correspondence there, Hunter Biden again talks to Zhao in the context of this is a deal that's important to my family uh, involving his father. Let's also keep in mind we fixate on the criminal element of this. We also have to focus on the espionage element of this. Henry Zhao paid $5 million to Hunter Biden from an account that was part of a company that he co-owned with the family of the Minister of State Security of China, who's I'm in charge of the entire spy apparatus. And you see that in every deal that Hunter Biden did in China, these individuals I'm that are sending him money have ties to Chinese intelligence. I'm listen, listen, I swear to you on my life, a collective sigh just went out in the studio here. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> He's on the phone talking to Henry Zhao, who's got some bank account with some Ministry of Security Services in China, and they're talking to Biden. Can this story get any worse? The answer is yes, it can. I played for you the tapes. What more evidence do you need? The answer is the media is starting to pick this up because they realize there's more evidence out there. All right, one last story for the day. Geek, don't go to the Patriot rally versus the Patriot front. You know the Patriot front? Yeah. These uh, dipwad losers that show up in like khakis covering their faces like pseudo ninjas or something like that. They're like uh, pretending to be patriots. Somebody knows who these idiots are. Every time they show up, everybody tries to throw them out and they just keep showing up. But it's weird. You know, you put a, a meme on the Internet. CNN shows up at your house with 76 reporters and the FBI. They'll find you in a minute. But nobody seems even remotely concerned about who the patriot front these alleged white supremacists are. It's so weird. They show up in masks and nobody seems to care. I mean, I thought I, I thought ideas. I thought Antifa was an idea. Right. And ideas aren't dangerous. <laughs> well, I thought you told us the white supremacy idea was the most dangerous thing around. So why aren't we trying to find out who the Patriot Front is? So there was a Patriot rally this weekend and the Patriot Front decided to show up and they thought they were going to join actual Patriots. Yeah. Uh, that didn't work out too well for the Patriot front. And if you'll notice, they got their masks pulled off. And I want you to watch how quickly the guy who gets his mask pulled off plunges his hands in front of his face because he doesn't want to be seen on camera. Strange, right? You think you'd be proud of your bizarre work if you were a deranged white supremacist, right? Not running from the cameras? 
like it's some kind of an act and you don't want to be exposed as being an actor in some real life docudrama? Take a look. Get the fuck out! so strange how you're not seeing this all over the yeah, media, right? Weird? Racist white supremacists confronted by actual Americans exposed, exposed, but you haven't heard anything about it. You haven't seen the FBI and Merrick Garland do a big press conference or anything like that. So strange, right? See, the media finds itself in a bad spot right now on social media. If you followed this this weekend, they don't know what to do. Do they condemn the Patriot rally guys? for going after the Patriot Front, who they said are white supremacists? Or do you go on the record defending a bunch of people you swore were white supremacists who you don't want to identify? They're like, we don't know what to do. It's like two red buttons. I'm glad we're closing the show like we opened it. Bongino rule. Give it 24 to 72 hours. Take it all in before you draw a final conclusion on anything. And if it involves Trump, Sometimes up to a week because you're probably being lied to about a lot of things. In my case, even my own life. That's all right. I'm used to it. It's, it's part of the business. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, is that a new record for us? 67,800? It's close. 67,800 on a Monday in summer. You guys are awesome. I love having you here. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here every, every day. 11 a.m. I go live, rumble.com slash Bongino. Set up an account, download the Rumble app. It's a great app. We just did some UI upgrades. We appreciate your input on that. Uh, if you want to join the chat early, Justin and Gee are here early at 10 a.m. for that first hour. And then once we open up the studio, we'll, we'll have Joe. People love to hear from Joe, too. So it'll be one big happy family. Love having you here. See you back here tomorrow at 11 a.m. Thanks a lot. You just heard Dan Bongino.